TravelAdviceShow.com, and I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Four. How you doing, Jerry? Oh, very good. Yes. I'm oh, wonderful. I'm extremely excited about Namibia that we talked about today because it's a fabulous place. Is it real? Yeah, I've never been. I've never been to Namibia, but I, I've been reading about it. It looks it looks pretty amazing, Jerry. Yeah, like how many times have you been there? Have you been there a lot? Or? Well, at least 10 times, maybe 12 or 13. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. What what, what makes you go back every time, kind of? It, it, yeah, is there some? Well, um, almost everything. Really? Uh, I think, yeah, when you go. Yeah, it's yeah. really true. I think if you ask anybody that has been to, like, Kenya and Tanzania. Right. And to right. Botswana and Namibia. I bet 99% will say they like Botswana and Namibia better. Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, with the exception of a few things, like in Tanzania, uh, which I think is better, okay. better than Kenya. And I think most people agree because it has uh, Zanzibar and Kilimanjaro and um, All right. and right. Ngoro Ngoro Crater. And... Um, the Serengeti, I mean, it's really a fabulous place, but Namibia is so different in so many ways. Um, we need to do a little bit of the history. Okay. Uh, from about 18, 1885 to about 1915, they were governed by Germany. Germany, really? And, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you'd never guess, would you? Yeah, but they were they were governed by Germany, and um, their pronunciation of some of the words are definitely German, like Wolfenstein oh, wow. starts with a W, but they pronounce it Wolfenstein, and um, the, some of the architecture is sort of German and English combination, around about, but uh, it's it's located in Southwest Africa. And to the north is Angola, and to the um, east, I guess you might call it, is um, Angola. Um, I'm sorry, on the Botswana. Uh, well, Botswana is on the east, and South Africa. On the east, and, and the Africa south is is South Africa, but the east mainly is Botswana. Yeah, and uh, it, it's. Um, but Angola and Zambia are sort of on the north, and Angola, uh, Zambia is sort of on the north and northeast. Uh, in fact, um, the northeast part of Zambia, uh, Namibia, uh, is not too far from uh, Victoria Falls in um, Zambia. Yeah, I'm looking on the map right now, Jerry. It looks like Namibia. Yeah, it kind of has a little stretch, like a little tiny 
uh, thing that goes all the way close to Victoria Falls. It's kind of weird. It, 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 it goes uh, on the northeastern part that it just has a little strip of, of uh, you know, very narrow uh, thing that uh, that's kind of wild border there, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people, um, while they're at Vic, uh, Victoria Falls, will go into Namibia because they have oh, really? fabulous um, game opportunities there. But, um, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, they mainly see it, well, they often see it by boat, but they go to a lodge, and then they will uh, take boat trips on the river to see the birds and the animals from the water. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and it is an um, interesting country because it is the driest country in sub-Sahara Africa. It's one, it's, wow, it's one of the driest. Oh, it is very dry, and it's one of the wow. least densely populated countries in the world. Only has about two and a half million people. Oh my gosh! For how big it is, yeah, it's a big country. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so much of it is Namib desert. It is just desert, and I mean desert. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's just amazing, and um, then it became ruled by South Africa at 1915 until about 1990, and then it became independent. And the best time to go, yeah. And I think most people agree is June through August. June, now, okay. Yeah, the bad thing about it—it's also a good thing—is it's winter, but it just never rains. Well, it never rains there anyway. Well, it does in the rainy season, but not that much. And um, it's cold at night. It can get into the forties. Jeez, bro! I bet. But. Yeah, because it's desert and it gets cold, and the days are generally like in the 70s, and um, it is um, the best time to go. That, that's when most people go. It's okay. just too hot to go uh, in the, you know, November through February. It's just too hot. And um, yeah, it'll be yeah. Okay. And they get the rain then if they're going to get much rain, but it's not a lot. But it can sort of semi ruin your trip because some of the roads might, uh, dirt roads, uh, sand roads, might be a little bit mushy and hard to get around to see the animals. But that's where you want to go is um, in the winter, June through August. Okay. Another thing that's so unique about Namibia, it's a fabulous place to see it at any budget. Oh, really? They have, yeah. um, I mean, you mainly think when um, you think of game reserves, <clears throat> you think of Botswana, Tanzania, yeah. and Kenya. Um, because, it, like in Botswana, it's almost um, you, it, you'd be very unwise to rent a an RV and go camping. But I mean, you'd be stunned at how many people have rent or have their own RVs coming in from Zambia or um, uh, South Africa and camp. And you can rent them. And there are lots of them. I mean, you see them all over the place. And that's kind of, that has struck me as weird because most places you can't do that. But here you can. And you can also wow. go camping and everything. And uh, they have a wide range of motels even and hotels. And they're moderately priced. They do have a few expensive hotels, nothing like... Um, You'll see um, in Kenya, 
and uh, not expensive like Europe or something. But they uh, and they're, they don't have any real hotel resorts. Like there are no, not really any fabulously expensive ones on the beaches on the Atlantic. The entire west coast uh, of Namibia is the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, it looks right, right. And it's sort and, of like and it looks like a. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, yeah, it looks like a national park kind of uh, straddles the whole coast there almost. It's all public lands and stuff? Uh, yeah. And uh, it's sort of the water is sort of like Southern California, well, California, where it's cold. Oh, really? Uh, oh, okay. Nobody goes in and frolics around uh, like they do in, like, Florida, the Caribbean, or anything, because it's cold. Because the water it's is cold from Antarctica. Oh, my gosh. And wow. You wow. rarely see people in the water. If you do, most of them are wearing wetsuits to stay warm. But the beaches okay. go on forever. And I bet. Yeah, and lots of people are camping and having picnics and stuff like that on the beaches because the beaches are wonderful. And you can go up, like, to your knees or something in the water without freezing to death. But, yeah, you don't go there for a beach resort, but you can go. To the beach. Yeah. And one of the beaches, uh, one of the areas north of uh, uh, Buffish Bay is um, the Skeleton Coast. <clears throat> and that is uh, famous because there are so many, it's some of the water is so unpredictable that in the olden days and even into the 1900s, a lot of ships have sunk. And the best way to see that really is to get a plane, a small plane, and fly okay. much of the skeleton coast, uh, mainly from, um, and I never say this quite right, but it's Swakopmund, S-W-A-K-O-P-M-U-N-D, Swakopmund, and um, you get a little plane there, and you fly over some mining, over the beautiful area. It's all desert, but it's mountainous, sort of. And then you go oh, up nice. there, and then you fly really low over the coast. And if the water's not too uh, rough, uh, you can see sunken ships. And some of wow. Them are yeah, and you can actually see them on the beach. They just let them out oh, there. Oh, really? They just let them there, yeah. Yeah, well, a lot well, of what I, I do. Uh, is it pretty inexpensive, or it, it's... To, to rent a, a or to go on a plane there, I bet you it's not too bad, eh? It's not. Well, you have two major options. You can take okay. a flight tour, where they um, you get on in a plane, a small plane, maybe six, ten passengers at the most, and they okay. fly uh, with a group, so it's cheaper. Or you can charter them. I like to charter them them because they will fly you over more areas. And, okay. Um, and uh, they will fly even lower to the legal height. Oh, wow. See things better. So I like to charter them, but it's relatively, well, it's not cheap. Uh, a couple of hundred dollars, about, to get in with okay. a group that's flying over. And it's well worth it. Uh, even if you go with the group, it's worth it. I did it one time for the experience. And it's it's good. It's good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But okay. they have a wide range of prices for their motels. They have motels all over Namibia. Oh, and, wow. Um, yeah, they don't have them anywhere else. 
and the famous places for animals, and uh, except South Africa, but um, and they're they're pretty reasonably priced, and they have B and Bs, and they even oh, do they have, really? Yeah, yeah um, they they've got a wide variety of options, right? And um, they have fairly moderately priced lodges and resorts, and they also have their share of fabulous and expensive lodges. They, are, they can be very expensive, into the $1,500 and up per night. Oh, man. Oh, wow. It's some real. Okay. Yeah. And as I said, you can rent the RV and uh, run around. And um, now how to travel Namibia. How to uh, travel around, yeah. 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 And it depends on how you want to do it and how much time you have. In other words, you can rent a car and drive it. You can drive everywhere on paved roads that are very, uh, they're good, very good roads. You don't have any freeways, but they're very good two-lane roads, well paved. And uh, you can stay in motels and hotels and uh, and the lodges and everywhere else. And as I said, you can rent an RV and camp. And uh, But most people do because Namibia is kind of a big country. Well, it's not that big, but it is kind of a big country. Uh, yeah. Most people uh, get in these small planes, and uh, they fly from point A to point B. Now, you okay. can charter them, or you can reserve them. Now, Wilderness Safaris is a company that I have used numerous times, although uh, there are other companies that do it. And um, you just book the lodges you want, and they book their own airlines. They have their own planes. Oh, wow. And even though it's, quote, unquote, a charter, if somebody else is going to the same place you are, they get in the plane with you. Uh, oh, you geez. can charter just for you. But it it's costs so much more, and it's not worth it. Just have them book it. And it's sort of like Botswana, where um, you don't know what time you're going until the day you're going. You just know you're going to fly from point A to point B. Oh, okay. And uh, that morning they'll say, okay, you're going to leave at 10, or you're going to leave at 1. And um, there may be another couple on the plane with you, or you may have it by yourself. In most cases, you'll have it by yourself. So it's sort of a scheduled uh, type of flying. And um, then what some people do, and if you don't have a more money, uh, they will go to Bulfus Bay, uh, which is on the coast. I like Bulfus Bay very much. And um, it's a small town. You can walk up very easily. I don't know. It's probably four blocks by four blocks, the downtown, something like that. Okay. And uh, they have a couple of very nice hotels. They have a very nice one on the beach and they have a, a really famous one downtown. And, um, oh, wow. And, but they have the motels, B&Bs, etc. And um, you can take day trips. And um, you can do them by air if you want. But most people will get on a, like a small bus with um, other people like every day. And they will take you up to different places. And um, like, um, I mean, they'll take you to different game reserves. Like if you then took... The capital is Venta, W-I-N-D, 
H O E K Ventook. And uh okay. it's a big town. It's really a big town. I will, it's a city but it's not huge. I, I don't well, I'm not even gonna guess. Maybe ooh, maybe fifty thousand people. Oh okay. So it's okay. kinda of small, but it's the biggest town city in the whole country. And um many people fly there, stay like in a motel or something and they take day trips or overnight trips. Oh, okay. One night, you go somewhere, stay a night, and come back. That's the the better way to do it, because you get a better feel. But it's, they're very moderately priced, ranging from like 100 to $250 per person to do these trips. And um, it's a very good way to do it if you're on more of a budget. And a lot of people do it. Or you can rent a car and take the day trip yourself. Um, but you don't get the information, so I don't. Highly recommend it unless you have a lot, lot more time. And if you do, then you want to spend more time. Um, in okay. The and don't just stay in Ventook uh, or Bofus Bay. And um, like Ventook is like 5,500 feet elevation. Oh man. Oh okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a lot mm-hmm. of what I. Well, we're from Utah. They don't have a lot of mountains. But they, okay. the country does increasingly get higher elevation as Ventura gets 5,500. But they can take you out to a lot of game reserves and ranches and farms. And they're only like anywhere from like 15, 20 minutes out of town to uh, like um, an hour drive. And you can really see everything. I mean, you can yes. go one place and see. And, and for one thing is they do have the big five animals there in Namibia. Oh, okay. Yeah, and everybody wants to see the big five. And included in that, they have four different kinds of giraffe. Wow, really? You can really? see them really quick. And um, they do have the wildebeest, and they have leopard and cheetah, and they have tons of the what I call deer-looking things. I never, never, never know the difference because they have thousands in Africa, it seems to me. And um, there's the four-legged things that look like deer. Uh, and they have things like kudu and springbok and those. And okay. they're beautiful. They're fabulous to watch. And they've got them all over the place, and they're really neat. But you can see impala and white rhinos. I mean, it's amazing. Zebras and all kinds of other big five and, and anything you want to see. The nice thing about Namibia, a nice thing, is there just seems to be nobody there. Really, yeah. It, it's not as yeah. crowded as other countries. Yeah. No. Uh, like if you go to like Kruger or to um, Kenya and Tanzania, uh, you'll go see the animals, and there could be, as we mentioned before in other shows, there could be 10 to 15, 20 other vehicles. Uh, with wow. tons of people there. And here you can go many places and be the only person there. And in many of the uh, places, you can do walking game tours. Um, we were up north the last time, and um, up near the Etosha, we'll talk about that in a minute. But they have, uh, like, the Lila Ungava um, Lodge, and uh, you can, um, they'll take you on a walking tour. And you get in the uh, oh. safari vehicle with your guide, who also drives. And he takes a big rifle with him. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. 
and you um, go out there and you walk among these animals. You don't walk around the lions or the cheetahs or any of the dangerous ones, but all the well, these uh, these can get mad and go kill you. But uh, big herds of all kinds of uh, deer-looking things and wildebeest and things. And um, you walk around. And we went out and spent about two and a half hours walking on a, a walking game reserve, a game hike, a walk. And um, I said, I know you have snakes here, and if you see one, don't you dare tell me. And so we go walking around. We get back to the vehicle. And um, my friend said, um, was that a black mamba? And he said, yes, and I almost fainted. I said, what? I told you not to mention <laughs> them. And um, it turns out we saw, they, they saw two black mamba, and one was about 15 feet from us, it turns out. If I'd have seen oh them, I, mean, I would have flown across. I mean, I would have flown. That's the word, flown. Flown again. Yeah. ground. Not even touching the ground yeah. back to that uh, safari vehicle, and I've been shaking like crazy. But um, they're fabulous. That's one. That's one thing that's really neat about the place. And um, up north, uh, sort of the northern, because mm, <clears throat> Namibia is long, but up yeah. north um, is Etosha National Park, and uh, that's famous. And that is where you could easily around the water hole. They've got one big water hole, and you see animals there. All kinds of animals come there. Uh, to drink in the morning and late afternoon, and even during the day, preferably earlier or earlier in the day or a little later in the day. But you might see um, fifty people there. But it's big. Oh, oh. it's but, a big. Um, yeah, it looks like it takes up most of the national park. Yeah. Yeah, it's they got a massive lake. <clears throat> yeah. And a <clears throat> and a salt pan and. Everybody goes to Tosha, and you must go to Tosha. And as I said, you can find anything you want there. <clears throat> Some moderately priced hotels and motels. Uh, there's a little town. Uh, that, well, a couple of little towns. And you camp yeah. and everything. Uh, can, can you rent, when you camp, can you rent everything? that They have everything supplied for you and everything? Well, not at the campground. I mean, normally the um, campgrounds, you just sort of stop and camp is a campground. But uh, you put up your there's own. a town not yeah. far. Yeah, there's a town not far. And you can go to the grocery store and buy any, and other stores and buy anything that you want. And um yeah, everything's very convenient for you. And wow. um it is the premier big game park in the country. And it does contain all the big five. And uh, okay. the neat thing about it is um they have salt pans. It's a huge salt pan. In other words, it's a salt desert. Uh, it's nothing but salt. And you can see flat, it's flat for miles. And um, you can drive on it and um, walk on it. And um, they just have everything there. And um, But they also have the expensive lodges, like the Little Ongava Camp, they call it. Little Ongava, uh, Ongava, O-N-G-A-V-A Camp. It only has three rooms. It's on a cliff overlooking a waterfall. Wow. And um, you can see for miles. Um, but it's pr- 
probably, and I may be wrong, but it's definitely one of the most expensive places in Namibia. I don't know the price. I really should pay attention, but I'm sure it's at least 1500 2000 a night. But it includes everything, including that's where we stayed with the um, the uh, guide that drove us out there and we did the walking tour. Oh, okay. Um, in fact, Chelsea, uh, President and Hillary Clinton's daughter, honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Daughter. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a phenomenal place. <clears throat> and just down the bottom of the cliff is their um, Ungava Lodge, much larger. Uh, it's right next to the water water hole. And uh, anyway, and they have tenant, tenant camps where you're room is a tent. It's a big tent. Um, private bath, everything. <clears throat> and another part. So, I mean, it's an amazing country. Absolutely amazing. And um, uh, and some, if you stay in Ventuk, um, you can um, stay, you can get easy to any place in the country. Um, especially if you go by air, like to Etosha, you can drive up there, but it's a couple of hour drive, maybe three hour drive. I've never driven it because to me, it's, I don't want to say this too loudly, but to me, it's too boring to drive that far. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it isn't boring at all. But I mean, the whole country is a desert. It's the number of desert. And um, some is not quite as desert, but some is. And um, lots of, you can go to ghost towns, you can see wild horses, and, and uh, there's a town called Luderitz, L-U-D-E-R-I-T-Z, I think, and it's south of Office Bay, and uh, it's getting re- kind of close <coughs> to South Africa. But, I mean, they have wild horses in a nearby town oh. of Arub. And um, they also have go uh, in the I mean not town but the nearby area of Garub, and they have ghost towns, old mining towns. It's wow. amazing, and they do That's have good. a part of South Africa that you're not allowed in, uh, of Namibia that you're not allowed in. Oh really? Well, why is that? Why is that? Well, it's um. Well, what happens is they have diamonds in Namibia, oh. Oh. and uh, they go shooting down these little streams during the rainy season and they go out to the beach and they go out into the ocean. Mm. And uh, the main reason is they don't want you out there collecting these diamonds. Oh, okay. So you gotcha. can't get there. It's oh, wow. You know, it, it has to be like a newspaper person or reporter or something. Uh, you definitely have to have permission from the government and you're highly watched uh, that you don't go simply around for diamonds and other things. But um, that's on the south, south, very southwestern part, right along the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. But I mean, you know, it, it looks like uh-huh. the capital, uh, Windhoek, is pretty big. It has, I'm looking online here, it has like uh, 325,000 people. Really? 950,000. Yeah. Well, it's right. spread right. out. But yeah. 350,000 like people? 325,000. Yeah. Oh, my word, yeah. I'm stunned. I really am stunned because they don't have any skyscrapers. Yeah. They don't have anything like that. Right. And it's just but, like a, you know, a small town. I mean, it's not small. small. But, and, yeah. and it sort of but, goes at the base of the mountains. 
There's two mountains on either side. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, it looks like the other other cities though, like that one you mentioned, starts with the S. Swan. Yeah, Swanka. I can never say that right, but um, Swanka Pop. Yeah, Swak Swakman. Yeah, all it only has forty four thousand. Forty four thousand. Yeah, and see, and the, that's the town. And Buffalo Bay didn't have many more. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You walk around, and the towns are very small. But yeah, they have like two airports. Yeah, in Vitrick, oh, okay. they have two airports. They have wow. the International Airport, which is maybe a 15, 20-minute drive, sort of east of town. Oh, and okay. then they have the local airport, which is downtown. Not downtown, but it's right there on the right outskirts. It's right there, five-minute drive mm. to downtown. And um, that's where most of the planes leave from. For sightseeing and oh, okay. go from point A to point B. But if you um, get the um, sort of semi-charter ones, uh, they will pick you up at the international airport. So you clear immigration and customs, and they meet you right there, right there, wow. and then they um, take you right down over to your plane, walk on the tarmac, and walk out there, and there's probably tw 10, 15, 20 planes there. Put you in yours, put your luggage in, and off you fly. Wow. That's great. What, what, what would you recommend, Jerry, yet to, for people? Um, one of the main, number one reason or number one or two reasons to go to Namibia, I mean, just to, to, to get away from the crowds from Kenya, and, and you'll have a um, amazing experience. Well, that definitely is. The crowds are just not there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, not the, the crowds that you think uh, you might. Right. And um, it, I like it because of the variety. You can the, see the diversity. The yeah, okay. diversity, and you can see the salt pan, and you can get up close to the animals. Well, you can in others like Botswana, and another place you can get up close. But I mean, you almost feel like you can get out there and pet them. You wouldn't. Wow. But it. Yeah, it's just so open. It, a lot of it's kind of, well, it's not flat. That's a lie. Because they have the world's highest sand dune there, Big Daddy, down in I oh. never said right. It's so, 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 so fly. I think it's S-O-S-S-U-S-V-L-E-I. -S -S and um, this is an area south of Ventura. And it's desert. I mean, we're talking desert. And yeah. Big Daddy's, I don't know how big it is, maybe 2,000 feet high or so. And wow. you climb it. And um, it takes, depending on which of the three routes you go, it can easily take an hour and a half, two hours to climb it. But it takes Jeez. like 15 minutes to come down. Um, it's a very steep, uh, I think it faces the west. I, I, I'm not good on directions. But it uh -huh. faces one direction. Um, I think it's west. And um, it, you sort of like ski down. Oh, wow, yeah. You, you uh, have to lean back. Well, you're straight up and down, but because it's so steep, it's got to be. I mean, you're at the top, and I'm terrified of heights. And I'm at the top, and it's not a very big top that you can walk around and see everything. And they say, okay, um, your guide, who comes from the hotel with you, or the lodge, 
And he said, oh, you don't have to have one. You can go up yourself and um, come down. And I started, I looked down and said, I can't do this. It's that steep. I said, I can't do that. And so he was uh-huh. very nice. Um, oh, no. Um, he said, okay, come with me. And he uh, took my hand and to give me balance. And um, we just took a step. And you sli- you take a step and you slide down like three or four feet. You take another okay. step and, and your shoes are down in the sand. <clears throat> and you just, oh, wow. Keep, wow. just slide down like that, like you're sort of skiing in the soft powder without the skis. Right. And uh, oh, it's great. very important when you climb Big Daddy and right nearby is Big Mama, the second highest. And um, nobody, well, some people do, but everybody climbs Big Daddy. And um, it's important on the shoes. Um, my friend took um, normal type of hiking shoes, and when he got down, they were filled with sand, just filled. Oh, with wow. Sand. And yeah. um, I told him not to take them, but, you know, some people don't listen, so he had to pay for them. It's not horrible. You just empty it. And, but your yeah. socks have sand. It's really quite a mess. And mm-hmm. uh, then you go back to the lodge and change and all that, so you're okay. But I bought, what I didn't buy, I own a pair of, uh, I took the um, boots, the neoprene boots that I uh, wear when I see kayak and water kayak, uh, white water kayak, and they mine go up to, I don't know, four or five inches or more up my leg. So you oh, okay. put on these boots, you zip them, and, um, and they are tight. And uh, I didn't get any sand in them, my feet at all. Wow. Yeah, and so that's what I wore. And and you need to be careful uh, because on top of Big Daddy and going up it, they can have winds up to 70 miles an hour or something. And oh, my gosh. Just wow. flying off in the direction the wind is going to. And it is awful. It gets in your eyes. And um, I bet. I, and sometimes there's no wind at all, which is fabulous. But if it's going to have wind, you want these sunglasses that wrap around your uh, eyes uh, that are uh, sand tight. In other words, they have that little right. cushioning around yeah. a little rubber type thing around your glasses, and it keeps the sand from coming in. And they're worth a trillion dollars if you're there when the sand is. Um, oh, yeah. And the wind is blowing that sand on you. So, um, that's very fair. Yeah. But my word. That sounds good. Yeah. You can even go sea kayaking and sandboarding and skydiving. You can even ride a lot of recreation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, out in uh, um, Buffalo's Bay, you can go see several types of flamingos. And then the neat, um, you know, some very neat lighthouses. You can buy four by four desert uh, in the desert. And you, uh-huh. uh, most people when they go down, oh, it's called a Sousa Spline. It's where Big Daddy is. But on the way to Big Daddy, there is a dune number seven, and that's where you're going to find more people. You might find thirty people there, and they park in the parking lot. And, they, and I mean, kids, seven years old, <laughs> are climbing this dune. It's quite high, and it's quite difficult because it's all sand. I mean, it's sand. And so you 
everybody goes up on the ridge. You climb the ridge, go to the top, and you sort of slide down that one too. It's not as as steep, not as high, and not doesn't take as long. But I mean, it's fabulous. There's just so much to do, and there's so much. Um, there do have. I don't want to call them mountain because, I mean, if you live in Florida, my word, they're massive mountains. But if you live in Utah, we call them big hills <laughs> or um, yeah. small mountains. Yeah. And uh, right. but it, they are mountains, you know. So the reason people go there is because a lot of reasons. Um, almost everyone speaks English because South Africa had them so long. Oh, okay. And. Um, it is um, so unique. There's no place in the world that has the combination of things to do and ways to do it as Namibia. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You can, That's great, Jerry. Well, sounds good. Yeah. I highly recommend everyone go there. Now, how long should you stay? Well, yeah. it depends on what you're doing, but you really, really, really to see, I don't want to say top to bottom, but you need 10 days. Ten days at minimum, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you need to go to at least three different areas, um, the northern, central, and the southern. And uh, you need at least three nights, at least three nights in each area. In each, okay. Yeah. And uh, we didn't talk about the far north where you touch Angola. I mean, that, oh. and you, if you go up there, you need to add another at least three days. Okay. uh, Then again, it's very different up there. So a wide variety of things to see and do. And it sounds great. And now we have before we end, we have to say many people do Mm -hmm. combine Botswana and Namibia. Okay. Um, that's okay to do, but you'd better do at least three weeks to do both of them. Three weeks, really, to do both. Yeah, okay. you need that. And that, and I mean you're flying between them. You have the small planes as you fly between them. We went from, um, but we, last time I was there, we chartered a plane and flew from our lodge in northern, um, in the Delta of Botswana, over to the um, little Ngava camp. And um, it would have taken all day to fly down to Mon and then... Um, or maybe even to um, to, uh, to get to what we wanted to do. It had taken all day, two or three planes to do it. And so just charter it. And um, it takes an hour, hour and a half maybe, maybe two. Be- Depends on if the um, customs is there. They have a little old airport uh, right on the border, sort of, of Botswana and uh, Namibia. And okay. we landed there because you must clear it immigration and customs when you change countries of course and right. the guy wasn't even there there's nobody at the airport oh the really guy just oh. landed not, no tower no nothing he just land and um, he had to go in there and uh, call up the guy and he came out the immigration guy he came out and sent our passports and uh, cleared us and then we got in the plane and flew off to um, uh, up to Etosha over to okay. Etosha so, yeah, it's fabulous. Well, that's great, Jerry. Well, well, thanks a lot. And, uh, yeah, and you can check out all our shows at com and, and subscribe to us on iTunes. 
And, and then, um, you know, please leave any uh, reviews if you want to leave a review about the show, about how, how good information that we gave you about Namibia here. And, um, what, 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 thanks, Jerry. Well, have a good, have a good day and, thank you. uh, enjoy, well, thank you. You enjoy are... traveling. Yeah. Thank okay. Thank you. Yeah, thanks.